Welcome to the Shelf Made Podcast, your weekly snackable size podcast for the consumer packaged good industry. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 16 of the Shelf Made Podcast. Before we dive in, I wanted to make sure everyone checks out our bonus podcast episode that we released last Thursday. It was an interview with James Wren from Thrive Market. He spills the beans on exactly what buyers want to hear from new brands. If you are an emerging brand and you're not seeing the success that you want when you're going out and pitching to new retailers, it is a must listen for you. Now, on to this week's episode with Maggie Bortner of Miami Beach Bum. Miami Beach Bum has been one of the top brands on WeStock since they launched with us last year. They have been doing everything right in my mind as an emerging brand. They are building an engaged audience and taking the time to create their own content, which is setting them up for success before they start launching into big box retailers. We dig in to how they're building this audience and how they're standing out in a competitive category. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Shelf Made Podcast. I'm very excited to have Maggie Bordner from Miami Beach Bum on the podcast this week. Uh, we had a little bit of a delay on this week's episode because we had some water damage issues. And so we're super excited to get this episode out to you today. So Maggie, I appreciate that you're here um, and with everything working today. So I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for inviting me on here. I'm excited to chat about our brand and how much you guys have helped us so far. Yeah, no, um, I'm looking forward to the conversation. Would love to know a little background on yourself um, and kind of the Miami Beach Bum brand and, and kind of where you're at today with the brand. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, me first, I guess. So I have just recently moved here to Miami. I came from New York City. So um, before here, I was working as sales director in fashion. Um, which, you know, is the dream in New York City, although it's not always as glamorous as it seems. Um, So after doing that for two years, um, I just felt like I wasn't growing and there was not as much opportunity with the pandemic, dealing with overseas manufacturers, things are just getting tough, more tough every single day. So I took a step back and I reevaluated what I wanted to do. I came down to Miami on a whim, on a visit, and I ended up staying here. (laughs) And then Luckily enough, I met the girls from Miami Beach Bomb. I just reached out to them randomly um, on email. I didn't even know that they were hiring, but I just knew that I wanted to try something else. I met with them for coffee, and here we are today. I'm now the sales director for Miami Beach Bomb. Um, so a little bit of what I do for the company is I run total sales um, that includes Shopify, boutique sales, big box stores. Um, I help plan seasonal campaigns. I work directly with our creative marketing director to go through email, SMS marketing. Um, I also help run our affiliate marketing. So anything that has to do with numbers, (laughs) I'm taking care of. Um, And then very exciting for Miami Beach Mom, we're opening up a retail store coming soon in April. So I will be working with our retail manager to kind of help on that front um, and manage those KPIs as well. So a little bit about Miami Beach Mom now, we are the um, vegan clean skincare brand and we are made for your microbiome. So what that means is we have a, a base of oregano and aloe in our products. And that is like an inside, aloe obviously is super hydrating, 
and oregano, which not many people know, is really good for your immune system and healing things from the inside out. So what we're known for is our bum and body cream and our founder, Asa, is a marine scientist. So she was suffering from folliculitis and other skin concerns from being in the water so much as a scientist. And this was something that she just created in her kitchen. Um, she just said, I need to figure out how to do this for myself naturally and feel more confident in my skin. So she used her background and put all these ingredients together. And now we have our bum and body cream. And then from there, with her lifestyle being so active, but also super minimal, she just created face creams, um, a bum and body, a spritzer, a hair conditioner, a natural insect repellent, anything that just went along with the lifestyle that she was um, creating for herself. So now we have a full <laughs> line of products. Um, again, clean beauty. We are women owned and operated, cruelty free. All of our packaging is recyclable. Um, we're made here in the US and we also give back 2% of our profits to a humane society. So that's awesome. We're, yeah. Very cool. And so skincare is obviously super competitive. Um, you know, it's a space that a lot of brands obviously come in um, and unfortunately have flamed out. So how are you, obviously you, you don't have the 30 seconds to a minute to kind of explain Miami Beach from like you just did to me to every customer. So how are you getting really um, the important highlights to the customers so that they can understand the difference between your products and what else is out on the market? Well, I think what's good about us, and this is actually something that we talked about last week um, at one of the events that we held, is the importance of staying transparent. So there's a lot, there are a lot of clean, green, I'm going to put this in quotations, I don't know if anyone can see me, clean, green beauty <laughs> brands that are coming out into the universe right now, because when everyone took a step back during the pandemic, they realized how important it was to look at the ingredients. So what's good for us is that we're absolutely transparent about everything that goes on in our company. And we're also hitting on things that a lot of people don't like to talk about. Skin conditions is a very sensitive topic, but we're making it very um, okay and like a neutral zone to just come on in and talk to us about it. We want you to be confident. Show us your before and after. Like It's amazing to see the results that we have. But again, I think it's the transparency that really differentiates us from everybody else. And plus that minimal lifestyle of like, we only want you to use our Bama body cream and our face cream every day. You don't need these 10 step routines that all these articles and these beauty bloggers talk about. It should be really simple and it should just be what's good for your gut and your skin, which is your largest, your largest um, organism on your body. So um, I think transparency though is really what is is keeping us afloat. And then we're just, you know, it's cute, fun packaging. We're a team of women, so we know how to read the audience. We know what we would like to see. So that's what we put forth to our customers. And then it seems like you've done a really good job of building your audience, especially early on. I mean, you haven't really had a full launch into retail, really focusing online and then also uh, building out your storefront that's launching soon. So mm -hmm. how have you gone about building that audience and building that trust over time with them? Um, for us, it's been very, I guess this goes more into the marketing. You know, we've kind of stuck with our um, niche, but we're, we're very generalized. Like it's not just um, a beach cream. Like we've marketed ourselves as we're your everyday go-to moisturizer that's going to help you clear these skin issues. So the way we reach our audience is by showing them the before and after pictures, by engaging with them on social media and, and telling them, you know, incentivizing them, send us back a picture. If it doesn't work for you, we'll give you a full refund. 
but we keep it light. We keep it fun. Um, and we also really are, I mean, we do an amazing job with our email and SMS marketing. So that's how we really hit our customers very strong. We keep that relationship with them almost like we're talking with them every single day. Um, so we've been uh, building an audience very organically though. It's the past, this weekend was huge for us with this event that we did, just going out and meeting the community and actually showing them what the product can do for them. And then we ended up gaining like another 300 followers on Instagram and people were posting about it. So it's all really because we're just relating to them and telling them our personal story. So when they hear that, they feel confident enough to tell us theirs. And then it just keeps growing organically from there. Yeah, I love that. I think too many brands kind of skip the building the audience early on phase and, and how much time to put into that. I think um, they'll kind of, uh, you know, poo-poo the email list and they building their Instagram and, and how much that those early customers can drive success. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd love for you to maybe just dive into a little bit more about like kind of the event you just had and then also, you know, the podcast you're doing and just really like the marketing um, kind of uh, that you're putting out there um, right now, yeah. because it does seem to be having a great effect post you know, really a big retail launch and and push out so that some brands might be able to get some ideas on how they can better engage their audience. Yeah, absolutely. This weekend um, at the East Miami Hotel, we held an event called Revive, what we called Revitalize. Um, And it was really just a moment for everybody to enjoy self-care for free. I think there's this stigma behind, you know, having this uh, disposable income to be able to afford wellness and self-care. So this was our moment to one, you know, embrace our community because we want people to know that we're a part of their community and we support them. Um, but also just give them a little something, a little moment to, to take for yourself. Like even now in the pandemic, I think people find it hard to find that, that space, that quiet, um, to do some yoga, to meditate, to do some Pilates, to come just shop for yourself and your skin. So we held a, a four day, what we call a wellness retreat. And every day was a different, um, wellness activity, or it was a panel of women speaking about entrepreneurship, anything to kind of get them engaged and to make them feel like, you know, they could do this too, and that this is possible to take some time for yourself. Um, so that was really fun. And we actually made huge connections off of that. And again, engaged with the community in a way that we, you know, we're seeing the return the past few days, um, tenfold in terms of our sales and just the people coming to us on Instagram and posting about us. It's really nice to engage personally with community. And I know it's hard. We're very lucky in Miami that we have the outdoor space to do it. So I know it's hard to do it in these colder climates where you can't really get outside or there's restrictions, but there's definitely ways to engage outside of just your online space. Um, And we want to do more events like that in the future. We're, you know, planning on doing some other activities. There's um, some outdoor malls here that we can do pop-ups in, things like that, um, that people, you know, as much as we have to stay inside, people do want to get outside even for a little bit. So (laughs) we're kind of honing in on that. Um, And then, um, sorry, second part of your question was, oh, the podcast. Yeah, the podcast. Yes. Trying to get you a plug in here. No, I'm plugging myself. (laughs) So we have a podcast called The Bodcast. And um, it's, I'm the host. And then our, I I call her my executive producer, Isabella is always um, running the show and and doing all the editing. But what kind of started is actually um, one of our website editors was like, you know, you should do a podcast. Not many beauty brands do a podcast. And we were kind of like, "Hmm, that would be fun. Sure. But now we, we are, we've done the research and we're 
the only beauty brand that actually has its own podcast. So we're really kind of honing in on that. Um, In the first few episodes, we talked about the brand and kind of things behind it, green chemistry, circular economy, things that are important to us. But then the past few episodes, we just recorded four new episodes with women um, entrepreneurs, influencers, uh, beauty writers. Uh, We invited them in and that just was amazing. So I'm really excited to release those. But we've been covering some great topics. Um, One of them was about greenwashing in the beauty industry and saturation. Um, The other was just about, you know, owning female entrepreneurship and women owned businesses and the minority owned businesses and kind of you know, talking about the importance of backing those um, and then just connecting with a, a community influencer who does a lot of pop-ups in the area um, and bringing that community together socially and her tips and tricks. So it's been really fun. <laughs> Podcasts are a lot of work though, but it is really fun to kind of sit down and just have that conversation. Yeah, I think owning your own content, especially as a brand, like it's a big undertaking, but it's definitely worth it. I mean, when you do third-party email blasts or you pay for third-party marketing or you put all your money into trade shows instead of events that you own, it's really hard to kind of um, manage and understand what the ROI of that event really is. And although the podcast and, you know, posting on the blog and and making sure they're putting out content, it's a very kind of slow drain and it's going to take a long time to actually get those uh, people following. Once you have them in, it's a much better relationship that you have with your customer. And we can tell by just like your results on the platform, like that you have a really strong audience and they're, they're really captivated by what you're doing. And I think even kind of where you're at, you know, pre really any big major retailer launches and, and being available nationwide, um, they're awesome signs and, and definitely, you know, um, kind of read the tea leaves of where the brand's going. Yeah. We, we've had so much fun with your platform in all honesty. Um, I mean, you kind of just like, why would we not take advantage of everything that you gave us like on the platter? So <laughs> at first it was very, you know, we, we planned this whole big launch of like, Oh, you can go on this website and request us to a store. And we really pushed out to our local community, our friends and family and, they all support us to the maximum. So they all responded right away and filled out the forms. But then it became really fun to kind of dive in to see where just our customers that were going onto our website were wanted to see us in a store. And then breaking that down of like, okay, now every week we kind of do a new like blast about it to keep the momentum going. But now we get to hone it in of like, okay, what areas are we seeing the most requests from? What stores? And then how can we use our strong email SMS marketing to twist the verbiage? So we know, because we obviously have our target stores as well. So instead of, you know, making it super general of like request this to a store, we can say request this to your local skin boutiques. And then it already kind of puts the idea in their mind or request this to your local sporting goods store. Um, so it kind of hits those targets. We've been having a lot of fun working with the, the verbiage and constantly blasting out those emails and SMS. And then we have a, a constant highlight on our Instagram as well, where people can go and swipe up. Um, but also in giving people incentives has been really great. So we've been able to use, again, we have a community that, loves to shop online, but everyone's a little bit more frugal these days. So saying, you know, if you fill out this form and send it to us, we can give you a discount code. Like we're using everything we can. (laughs) And it's, you've already (laughs) been so thoughtful. Yeah. I mean, and you've been so thoughtful building up your audience. Like when you go into retail and start mapping out who you want to go into, like it makes no sense to not be that kind of thoughtful with the approach there. And so letting your Mm -hmm. customers kind of 
lead the breadcrumbs. So, hey, these are the retailers we're going to go to because we know our customers are there. So once we do get on shelf, we already have velocity accounted for. I feel like it just fits the model of how you've been building the brand so far. Um, which kind of brings me to my last question. You know, what is the long-term vision kind of of Miami beach from what does this brand look like in the next three to five years? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, hopefully I would love to see us on a few, um, big box shelves. I don't know if I'm allowed to name names on here, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love to see us in maybe like three or four, you know, kind of big beauty, big box stores really growing, um, through their platforms. Um, we would love to maybe have a second location here in Miami for a retail store. Um, the team as well, we're a small but mighty team. So growing the team so that we all have support. We're all wearing a million hats right now. So it's nice to, you know, to grow and in, in, into a larger corporation, hopefully, um, you know, maybe get some investments behind us and kind of grow the brand that way as well. So. We'll see, but I, I I want us to be on every shelf in America. <laughs> and I would love yeah. this to be big, in big. every uh, in every women's vanity as well as their go-to body cream and face cream for any skin issues they may have. Yeah, and I think that's you know all brands kind of think big, but I think the the cool thing about your brand, the reason why I wanted to have you on, is very few brands do the right things early on, which lead you for success. You know, later on when you want to get onto those large shelves, and so I think building your audience, being thoughtful about your approach, being really direct with your customers, explaining the benefits of yours, trying to stand out in a very competitive space and really create that brand for yourself um, is going to carry you into those goals. And so I'm really excited um, to continue to, to support you and work with you. And I would love to, you know, one final plug, maybe you could say where they could find the podcast, where they could find Miami Beach from and uh, where they could find you as well. Yes. Okay. Um, Miami Beach Bum. We are on Instagram at the Miami Beach Bum. Um, and we also have a Pinterest. We have TikTok. We have all the platforms, YouTube. <laughs> I could go on. Um, and then we have the podcast is found on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google. I think I'm looking over at my <laughs> <laughs> my executive producer. Um, I think that's, there might be a few more, but iTunes and Spotify, definitely you can find us on there. Um, and then personally, you can just find me. I'm at Maggie Bortner on Instagram. Follow along. I post about the company all day long as well. So if you find me first, you'll have a direct link to Miami Beach Club. There you go. Thank you so much, Maggie. I really appreciate yeah. it. And hopefully everybody will tune into the podcast as well. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We will be back next Tuesday with another new episode of the Shelf Made Podcast. If you have any questions or want to learn more about WeStock, please reach out to us at contact at WeStock.io.